And we are back, boys. The, the playoff is set. Uh, conference championship uh, weekend is behind us. And now we just have bowl season and playoff season. I mean, it's this season has gone by so fast, and now we're hitting the the real big boy stuff. Well, you know what I think. You know what I think is happening. I think that we've been time traveling so much on this show. It's getting it's getting to me. It's it's getting Very to good me. Point. That's why the season's going by so fast. This season's gone by quicker than any other year. It's because we're fucking with time on this show. It's 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 really our fault. <laughs> we have we have the three of us have manipulated time and space for the entire world. You, what do you think Neil deGrasse and Tyson would think if you listened to this podcast? He'd well, probably need all, to stop what he did and, and talk to us. First of all, uh, he, <laughs> he does listen. He's a fan of the show. Shout out Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is he? Um, I don't think, I think college football would go right under his head. Oh, uh, you'd I, think that? I, I don't get he, what this is. No, 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 no. The key is he loves debates on consumer mm. snacks. That, that oh, could so definitely he, be he's not talking many. about the X's and O's. He's talking about what's going on outside the stadium. What are people buying? The That's hot dogs, right. See, the but pretzels. He could, be analyzing, the- he could be analyzing the physics of each play and, and just how much force was exerted on a no, player's head to drive no. you know, uh, CTE immediately. He could be into that. No, see, I think that's overdone because every, what does everyone say about Harvard and Yale? They're all, why don't they run this offense? This offense, they don't do anything different. As a matter of fact, did you see this year in the uh, Ivy League championship, there was some bonehead play that ended it. So, like, I don't want to hear about these smart people and it translates. That never mm. happens. That never happens. That's nonsense. Look, you <laughs> heard it here first on this podcast, folks. The people at Harvard and Yale are fucking dipshits. <laughs> Exactly. We're willing to lay it on the line. There's a reason why MIT doesn't have a football team, Will. The Beavers know what they're good at, right? Let's put it that way. No doubt about it. Um, But we're through. I mean, it's over. And and yesterday and today was madness. Um, We had the conference championship games. The chaos scenario that everyone didn't want to see happen, or maybe you did, but the chaos (laughs) scenario for, like, who's getting to the playoff, it happened literally perfectly. And uh, and then the playoff selection committee, you know, gave their final four today. Lots of controversy involved. How do you guys feel? Do you feel like they got it okay. right? Are these uh, this the best is, four teams? This is like, such, obviously, everyone's going nuts about this. This is a huge sure. deal and people are pissed. You know what's funny is I feel so, is there a, you know, I'm not a big like Marvel guy or like a big Spider-Man guy. Is there Me one neither. of the episodes? I feel like there's one of the episodes where their souls like ripped in half and they're battling with one another. Does that happen in any of the things? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, but first of all, they're not episodes, they're movies. Well, so, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> but, but I have no Honestly, idea. Though, it does sound like a, it does, like a it cliche storyline. Like, it does yeah, sound like, like a cliche their souls were ripped. Right. And so that's how I feel. I feel like, all right, here's what's happening with me. For years on this show, I've always talked about power ratings and the best team, and it should come down to that. And so, so much of me, this is what I asked for. This is what people like me asked for, is a committee to get together and go through the bullshit so someone couldn't have a bad schedule or all that, and let's get the four teams who should be there. So people like me have been on a soapbox for years saying, let's make this happen, right? And it's so funny because now that it does happen, and now that it, there's a committee, well, it's not that I don't want it. I think they made the right call. I actually think the right thing was done. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I believe the right four teams are there. But 
I think they got it wrong in terms of the spirit of the sport. I, I always say this. There's two different arguments. It's either power ratings and how good intrinsically are you, right? And how are you doing in the frame of the actual sport we're playing? Like what I do we're on like a power rating standpoint. Exactly. What I do on a power rating standpoint, what Vegas does with all this talk about is the best team. I get that. And I actually sympathize with that point of view because that's how I do things. That's how I make money. But that's not the argument here. The argument is we are playing a sport. We have gotten to the playoff. What have you done to get to the playoff? Florida State is an undefeated ACC team. They're not an undefeated AAC team. They're on an undefeated ACC team, okay? They have done everything and more. They went on the road, beat two Power 5 teams on the road. Very hard to do, almost unheard of. They go undefeated even the, with a backup quarterback. And the committee takes it upon themselves to say, even though you're undefeated, we believe Texas, Alabama, not only are better, but more tickets, more eyes on TV, so on and so forth. So I do have sure. a huge Huge problem. And look, it's honestly kind of moot because don't we start the 12-team playoff next year? Well, Isn't not officially, no. Season? Like, the, there's they, No, they've been discussing it, but nothing has officially... Every The last okay. few times the committee has met, they haven't agreed on anything. So technically, we're still in a four-game for next year, though. I think a lot of people expect that to change next year, but it's nothing's official. So, so let's say it is a four-game next year, then this isn't moot because there's a lot of stuff that is so messed up with this and that we can learn from. But in my opinion... This is what I've always said. I don't get this is why I've always made the argument there should be two divisions, right? If Boise State, look at this year at Liberty. What does it matter? Why what is it? Why is Liberty playing football? They just went 12 and 0 and they're just gonna be in some nonsense bullshit bull game. Like what what are we talking about, you guys? So this has been my point since day one with this, why I think the common sense solution is to split divisions. Everyone else who hears that goes, oh, that's crazy. That's bananas. Why would you ever do that? It's because that's what makes sense. It's so for Florida State, for Liberty, for all these teams who are going to go undefeated and not have a chance to win the championship, what the hell are we doing? Now, my argument is not that Liberty should be in the Final Four. My argument is that if college football is broken, this is another example as to why, and the committee, in my opinion, the way the sport is designed, got it wrong. Now, did they get the right four teams, the top four teams? Absolutely. And I'm happy yeah. we got that because it's going to be better games and it's going to be better TV product and it's going to be more fun to bet on and talk about. But did they get it right. right in terms of the spirit of the sport? I think they missed it completely. Right. Yeah, I mean, like this is the clearest case for like we need more than four teams. And even though there are years like last year, you know, there's going to be years where four is perfect because past like the top two, it it's just – no one else is good enough to compete. There's going to be years like that, and it's not going to be fun seeing a ton of blowouts and playoff games. But when you have years like this, like it's, I mean, it, I agree with you guys. Like, I feel like, I feel like it is a good mix of because they can't, they're not just going off the four best teams, in my opinion, because I think that there's an argument to be made that Georgia is one of the four best teams. Now, I know True. they kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how good the SEC is this year, and we could find out. If Alabama loses to Michigan, it may be, hey, the SEC wasn't that good this year. It could be that. Um, but ultimately, like it's a mix of like deserved it and the four best teams, and that's why FSU got left out. And while it, it really does like suck, like I feel – I'm not even a Florida State fan. I feel really bad for those players and for Florida State fans. Like That sucks knowing, like, yeah. hey, oh, we did the only thing that we were asked to do. But it's so obvious that they're not – a top four team like the last without Jordan Travis, it has been apparently obvious that they would not hang with any of these four teams, in my opinion. And right. we're going to find out because they play Georgia. And and if look, we could all be proven wrong. If they like steamroll Georgia, 
we might all be going, hey, maybe we fucked that up. Well, but I don't, I just think don't see that's that gonna, I don't think that's going to happen, first of all. But, right. but listen, like I said, I think the, com- the committee got it right in terms of the top four teams. And I think that's right. going to be the, the, these are going to be the best games. But at the end of the day, I think it's stupid. If you can play ACC football, go undefeated, go on the road against two power five teams, win those games. Like, even if your quarterback gets hurt, this all seems so stupid to me. This all seems so irrelevant. If at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. You know, right. Norvell said it. He goes, what are we well, playing for? And, and that's how it comes across, too, is FSU essentially got penalized for one right. player getting hurt. But right. I mean, so, again, so, and, and we all, like, agree. Like, they're a diff- they are a different team, and that's obvious. But, yeah, like, like oh, it, it does – like, it, it sucks. You're right. Like, this is why yeah. we just need an expanded playoff, and we don't need – I mean, honestly, I think eight – would be sufficient, but I think 12 will be like the 12 team format yeah, 12, sounds awesome. 12 is the idea. 12 is for sure the idea number. Ryan, real quick, what do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on the final four? Like, do you think they got it right? Or like, do you think Georgia should be there? What do you think about it overall? No, I mean, it's, it's completely exactly how you put it. Um, FSU literally just like the parlays that I place every weekend. It's, you know, there are green check marks every single way down the bed. I love the green check marks on the unfortunately, parlay. Oh, that's so nice. <clears throat> yeah, love it. And unfortunately, they got told no. And again, it's like, you know, everything that I've read about it or saw about it on social media, anything like that, it's it's just, again, you just feel horrible for the team. But uh, but yeah, I, th- I think ultimately they did get it right well, with the best four teams. You guys keep talking about feeling horrible for the team and the fan base, and I agree. I mean, you, you would. I, I would feel bad if that happened to see you or anything. But I also feel bad for the sport because in my opinion – this is a this is a this is a yeah. dent on the sport in general. If you can, it, that's why this morning before this, I texted you guys. Right, we have a little group text, whatever. Before you know, it, it was early this morning, and I texted you my my uh, my prediction for what the final four would be. And I had Michigan one, Washington two, Florida State three, Bama four. And my rationale was. They can't leave out these undefeated Power 5 teams, these conference champions. So right. Florida State's yeah. got to be in. That's an automatic. And I thought that Florida State would actually – or no, I said Bama 3, right? Because so. here, here was my rationale is I thought it would be obvious. Here's the obvious one, too. It's Michigan 1, Washington 2, right? We can all agree that's the obvious one, too. We can go from there, right? Yep. Okay. I thought they would do Bama 3 to play Washington – and FSU four to play Michigan. So they would get a final of Alabama, right. Michigan, right? Cause they're not going to do Florida state versus Washington in the semis. That's silly, right? right. They, they wouldn't have done that. So they're going to put Alabama three and say, look, FSU, you still mm. get in, but you're a four. So that's what I thought would have been fair is FSU still gets in. They get the four spot. Now you got to play number one seed, Michigan. That to me was fair. I know it would have been unfair for Texas. I know Texas gets left out, but but to me, that was the clear scenario. That was the obvious scenario. The SEC, one loss champ who just beat Georgia, gets in, and then number four FSU. So to me, yeah. that's what made sense. That is the best scenario, in my opinion, for the sport. So to me, I agree with you guys. I do feel bad for the fan base, but I feel bad for college football in general. I think it's a black eye. On yeah. the, well, not a black I don't want to be dramatic, but this is a dent in college football. They got it wrong. Well, and it also we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on on the show, didn't we? Where wasn't Ohio State in a similar situation, and they still got in with their third string yeah. quarterback? I mean, it yeah. it just it but lacks consistency. The only which caveat to that one well. is that that year they lost JT Barrett in the, in the Michigan game, the last game of the season, and then everyone said they're out of the playoff race now. And then with their third string quarterback, they scored like sixty points on Wisconsin. So. 
That was yeah. like if Florida State had scored sixty on Louisville yesterday or on Saturday, I think that we I honestly think they might have gotten in, but they didn't. They, their offense looked yeah. bad. So no, but 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 I, I yeah. Th- so those are my thoughts on it. You know, I'm sure we'll talk more on. Uh, so for everyone uh, listening, we're going to be off this week, so we're not going to record this week, right? That's right. Bye and we're back next week, so uh, we will take are, the week the off. The boys are going on vacation. We're taking a break. Yes. Um, Will's, go, Will's going to Malibu. Ryan and I are uh, staying right. back here. So that's usually how things go. Malibu, y'all. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, interestingly enough, yeah, like, I, like I, I, as a Michigan fan, I was bummed. Like, I would have rather played Texas than Alabama. Although, I got to say, Texas scares me. And to me, like, they're the team that I think not many people are giving a chance. Like, I think that the way they see it, to Smitty's point, being like, hey, we want, you know, uh, we want, or, or maybe it was Utah that said it, where we want, you know, Michigan versus Alabama in the championship game or whatever. Like, I think they've, if they're going to, and I don't doubt that they're having conversations based off, like, trying to create the best matchups. But, like, either way, they're going to get either Michigan or Alabama in the National Championship well, now, game. Well, now me, it doesn't matter. Now it doesn't right. matter with these four teams. You could you can roll the dice and get any right. matchup, but it's going to be great. My point was if FSU and Washington were both in it, they, they, they weren't going to match up. That was right. my point, if both them were in it. But no, now these four teams, it's like great TV, great matchups, legit great TV. teams. Yeah, Dude, exactly. Texas-Washington is going to be a killer matchup. You have Sark going against his old team where he was the head coach. Um, and then, if, I mean, anytime you know Michigan-Alabama play, what? Okay, if I had more, a little bit more, you know, just like cash to throw at some random person, you know what I would mm-hmm. do? I would contact the guy who's going to be in the tunnel for Steve Sarkeesian before they go out him? on the field and tell him to touch his chest. And t- <laughs> we need Psycho Sark back. <laughs> we need, and tell him to just put, just and, and get aggressive with him a little bit, right? Push his chest, just see what Sark oh, does. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if anyone look, maybe we can, maybe we can get the money together after all. Okay, if anyone can get us that guy, <laughs> if anyone can find us that guy, go to. Go Patreon. to lusemedia.com, contact us, just contact the admin. You'll find us. I promise you'll find us if you do that. Contact us there. We'll talk business. We have real numbers to talk if you can make oh, yeah. that happen. We're, we'll do we numbers. We got some real numbers we'll, to we'll talk. We'll do real numbers. <laughs> yep. If we mm-hmm. can make that happen, oh my God. Do you know how ma- how happy that would make me? Uh, that That's a... Oh, it'd be that would make our whole year. I mean, that'd be incredible if we can get a guy to physically make Sark go psychopath on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get him some merch to wear while he does it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so, speaking of the matchups, obviously Michigan versus Alabama, Washington versus Texas. The early spreads are interesting because Michigan opened up as a two or two and a half point favorite in some places against Alabama. Now, I saw it on Fanduel already as low as like one and one and a half. Um, I think that we'll see that number turn to Alabama being a favorite, frankly, and then Texas opened up as a four-point favorite over Washington. Well, let's talk power ratings. Let's talk a little power ratings yeah. on here. Yeah, what do you got? All right, so... Where is Tyler's bet going to be made? Have you made any bets on this yet with the early no, line? No, give me the matchups again one more time. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling the numbers up. You know, I got the numbers. By the way, are you still eating that balsamic okay. pizza? I'm having my last bite right now. Yep, I timed the meal poorly. Is it, I apologize how is the ball? The let let the odd no. You let us know. Look, look. We I I think that we take pride in letting the audience know on little 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 uh little nuggets on here. Right. Let everyone know about the what you do with your pizza. Well, this is just a freezer cheese pizza. It's not. 
This is not. I'm like, sure it's um, still one of your hippie pizzas. I mean, let's let's be honest. You're you're still you still got a hippie. It's from Trader Joe's, but it's literally just it's a it's a Trader Joe's. I knew it. Freezer. It's not a hippie pizza, though. It's not a. It's not a yes, cauliflower yeah. crust. Well, it's not. Dude, it's on the. It's, it's on the spectrum. Sustainably, they it's, don't. They don't save a the tree every time you buy one. It's not yeah. crazy, okay? It's literally just a frozen pizza from Trader Joe's. It's a four cheese pizza. Um, I don't know what four cheeses, but there's four of them apparently in there. Um, <laughs> and then I have a little balsamic glaze, which over cheese pizza goes amazing. So if you just drizzle. Some balsamic glaze. Every time I have one of these pizzas, I do that, and it's just a perfect compliment get, to the I cheese don't, pizza. I don't so get I highly you, man. Why do you? Why do listeners. you fight? Why do you fight your your hipsterness? I'm not. I love you for it, man. <laughs> I, I honestly, I love you for it. It makes you who you are. I don't think that, dude. You're buying. You know what the rest of us are buying? DiGiorno's from the grocery store and eating it out of the box. Out of the well, sure. Uh, Okay, but I'm you not are saying, buying Trader I'm not Joe's being a hipster pizza in this case. and putting balsamic glaze on it. That's just where I get my groceries. <laughs> if you can't That's just see where what I, I, I see, just get my groceries at Trader Joe's. It's if you can't see what no, I see, Trader you're Joe's is not my a. Point. Here's what I see. Here's what I see, Tyler. You don't know what I see. I see someone who's just never been to a Trader Joe's because it's not fancy. It's just a fucking grocery oh. store that has their own brands. Like I have. By the way, I, I have it's so not many fancy. stories. This is not. I have so many stories for you guys for Wednesday. I'm gonna have I'm gonna be or next Wednesday, I guess. Next time we meet up, I'm <laughs> gonna be Wednesday. loaded with stories. I have so many good stories. But yeah, no, I, I, I think look, I, look, look, I don't I, think you I should will, fight it. I think you should embrace I'll admit it. I'm a hipster. I think you should say this is me. This is me, world. This yes, is who okay. I am. I'm Will. Okay. I like Trader Joe's pizza with balsamic glaze, and I am part of that two percent. You wanna okay, be the average man, but you're not. Okay, counterpoint what? Counter- <laughs> counterpoint. Because I am such a hipster and I do like fancy things, I'm pushing back on this because I don't think it's that fancy. How about that? Okay, I, uh, <laughs> your scale you you set the bar so high, it's still trash to you. I get this that. is okay. just this is just an average folks, a poor man's pizza. Okay, Tyler. <laughs> fair enough. Will, um, fair enough. Okay, power ratings. Power ratings. We got Michigan okay. versus Alabama. So what do we got yeah. for that? And then Texas well, versus Washington. So these are last week's ratings. I still got to do the little. Give me the new numbers. But as of last week, Michigan, I got about three points better than Bama. Mm, so I would have Michigan around minus three. And after corrections, maybe around minus two and a half. But Michigan, certainly the favorite. And okay. then we got, uh, let's see here. Oh, goodness. Texas and uh, Washington. Yeah. Who you got? I got them nearly identical. I got Texas. 1.5 oh, wow. points better. Not not identical, actually. I got Texas one and a half better. I got Texas 22.63, so, Washington uh, 21.1. Is this going to be a power ratings play? Because right right now, Texas is a four or four and a half point favorite. Is that going to be a play for you to jump on the Huskies now? Uh, it, it likely will be. Yeah. You know, I'll have to do. Now, stay tuned. Patreon. Now, here's what I think we should do. Maybe we can do a remote pod sometime in the next week just to let everyone know what we're looking at. Maybe. I don't know, because I will do a Patreon pod, though. I will for sure do a Patreon pod. So stay tuned for Patreon. I'll let everyone know what I'm thinking there. But I have to do one yep. last round of handicapping because as I've said, my power ratings will get me sometimes 90% of the way there, sometimes 60% of the way there, right? So I have to do a little deep dive mm. and see where does this fall? And maybe I land where it's, you know what? This is right. I have Texas minus one and a half. The market has a minus four. It's a bet, right? Uh, or maybe I say, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to upgrade Texas two points based on all these matchups. So now I have Texas minus three and a half. 
So now it's no bet for either team, right? So I don't know yet, but right now I would certainly lean based on my pure numbers towards Washington. And and look, they're underrated. You know what's okay. funny is the numbers people, the, the the people like me. I sometimes this is why I I, I think I have a good approach to sports betting because I'm sort of. Uh, I know it's going to sound a little whatever, but I believe I'm I'm pretty well rounded, right? Because I know sports well. I, I mm. I'm not this like nerd. I'm not a geek. Like a lot of people who do what I do are such fucking nerds, and they can't see into the sport. And I think that that's <laughs> something I do. And last week was a great example. So many people who bet millions of dollars into that Oregon Washington line were these numbers people who were just fixated on the power on the power ranking. And even though, if you recall, my power rating had it somewhat similar, maybe closer to a touchdown. I said. You know, this is such a big game. The coaching staff. There's so many extra things. Yeah, you picked Washington. They go in besides exactly besides the power rating, and the numbers. So this may be the same scenario. It's where everyone else's power ratings may say, "Oh, Texas Tech." It's like, wait a minute. With all this extra time, I love Washington's coaching staff. They're going to be healthy. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm not sure about the offensive lineman who got hurt. You know, we're going to have to check on him, but. I just early on the, the numbers, everything in this big game, I always I always lean, first of all, towards the underdog. Give me the points, especially maybe Washington, Texas. The four seems juicy right now. So that's where I lean. Well, that's a perfect segue because we, we do want to recap the game still. So Friday night we had the Pac-12 championship game, the rematch with Oregon and Washington. You mentioned it. Oregon was nine, nine and a half point favorites here. We were all on the side of Washington against the spread. Now, I wouldn't, I didn't outright predict Washington to win I said I wouldn't be surprised if they did but I thought for sure it would be a closer game and it was this was a very close game but like immediately Washington jumped on them and their defense was able to limit Bo Nix and like going into this game Bo Nix was the odds on favorite to win the Heisman and even though Bo Nix had a great season I think he's a really good quarterback like my one ding on him is like you watch Oregon all year long he doesn't really throw the ball deep. It's like dink and dunks and screen plays. And so, but he was they, the favorite. He well, he certainly was the favorite. Sure, but like statistics wise. But again, like I think you could look at like the, the guy, like uh, like in my opinion, who I mentioned on the show is Jaden Daniels. I feel like he was a, he's a much better quarterback. He, he he does more things with his legs. He can throw the ball deep a little better. Um, and so, but you know, not to take away from Bo Nix, he's great. He's had incredible numbers. But Washington was really able to limit them. And the main thing. And this is what's going to be the decider for them in Texas is they were able to keep Michael Penix clean. And like, if you give him time and, and, you know, they had the extra receiver back who'd been injured all year um, to compliment Odunza. Um, and like, if you give Penix time in the pocket, he is going to tear you up. He is super accurate. And they were, uh, they were breaking big plays. Now, uh, Oregon came all the way back and took the lead at one point, And then Washington, you know, just outplayed them in the fourth quarter. Uh, but you mentioned it like Kalen DeBoer, Kalen DeBoer should be in the in the talks for coach of the year. Like um he's he's really good. He him being able to create schemes to score points. Like this is what I love about this Texas matchup because I feel like the only other coach, offensive coach where I go this guy is an expert at scheming guys open is Sark. Like Sark is so good at at, at like setting up deep shots in the passing game to wide open guys and DeBoer does that too. And so I can't wait to see that Texas Washington matchup for that reason. But uh, you know, hands off to uh, or hats off to the Huskies and you know for winning the Pac-12 in the last the last Pac-12 ever. It's so sad. It really is. No, it should be a great matchup. Now stay tuned. We'll have that you know coming up in, in our own podcast where we break down the uh, what the playoff six and the, and the the playoff games as well. But 
I think, like I said earlier, the right teams got in. It's going to be a great man. I can't wait for that matchup because both those coaching staffs, Texas, Washington, I mean, that's going to, that's going to be such a fun game. That's going to be a great matchup. And then of course, Bama, Michigan. I mean, does it get any better than this, than this final four? Everyone can cry. Uh, You know, people like me can get upset, but it's going to be an amazing final. Oh yeah. The game, the ratings are going to be bananas. Like we're all pumped for these matchups. And, uh, and I got to say, ta- as a Michigan talking, fan, I'm terrified of Alabama. Terrified. We're talking <laughs> Kanye West and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I don't Swift know where this is going. Okay. Playing dodgeball against, uh, what's that little uh, dude's name from Russia? Uh, Hasbula. Be- okay, Hasbula. And then who else? Well, who else are we getting the views with? It's oh, um, probably, probably like Logan Paul, right? Hasbula yeah, and Logan okay. Paul versus, yeah. Is Can I just say views? something really yeah. quick, Tyler? I yeah. want to I want to give you props, dude. For someone who is so out of touch on like <laughs> pop culture things, you just you just named like four massive pop culture Look, names. Very I'm, I'm well making, done. I'm making more of an effort to get with the here and now. That's like my mm. been my goal. I want to become more yeah. a part of stuff. I want to get plugged in to reality he again. To and that's in. my goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Um, yes, I mean. Like it's a it's an awesome matchup coming up, and the SEC championship game was amazing. By the way, like Alabama jumped on them early, and I feel I feel like they really exploited weaknesses in in Georgia's game. Um, and Nick Saban, in my opinion, just had a better game plan for Georgia, and they did an amazing job at limiting Carson Beck because we've been saying it all year. Like Georgia's offense is incredible, but. They struggled to run the ball all year. They didn't get the push like they did the previous two years. Yeah. And so it turns out Georgia's just like any other team. If you force them into one thing and then you can be good at defending the one thing, which in that case was the passing game, you can slow down even wow. Georgia. I and wish so, someone on this show would have been saying that. I wish someone on this show would have been saying that last <laughs> couple of weeks. I mean, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, but we do have to get hey, something out of the we way. We both picked Alabama. Well, of course we did. I mean, hey, we of course <laughs> we did. Okay, we got to get something out of the way. You too. Congratulations. Will, Ryan, give yourselves a round of applause. You both survived this year. I won't say you won. Yep. I won't say you won, but you both survived with three true picks. So let's get through this. So let's do some uh, housekeeping, as they say, right? Housekeeping. Yep. So Keep the before house. the season, we did some picks. We did a draft, snake style, uh, st- snake style draft, where we each chose mm-hmm. the winner and loser of every conference, Power Five. And you get one point for choosing the winners. You get one point for choosing the losers. Well, it ended up, let's get some final tallies here. Ryan, you ended up with three points. Ryan's final three were, uh, he chose Kansas. He chose Alabama. And he chose Florida State. So Ryan, nice three there. And you notice Ryan's common three, all three winners, right? So Ryan... He's good at picking the top of the conference. Well done. Not so much the bottom. His bottom teams were Kansas, Arizona, Florida. But you know what? We're not here to ridicule. I mean, he picked three. He even, (laughs) you know, he came out on top. But Ryan, I will say this. For the top of the conferences, spot on. Great job, man. You had a nice year picking the top of the conferences. Thank you. Uh, Will, you also had three points. You had Washington. You had Michigan and Indiana. Okay, so those were your Shout out. So you were clearly Hoosiers for for failing. Yes. Shout out uh, uh, Hoosier. I love that movie. Not really, though. Um, But you were locked in with the Big Ten. So you got two points in the Big Ten. Michigan and Indiana. 
So yeah, you look, do- that's you, my conference. That's yeah. that's what I know best. Yeah, you double sided that one, and then uh, Washington. You got Washington in the uh, or no, yeah, Washington in the Pac-12. So um, good job there. Okay, my final tally. I had see, I was go to the bottom of the conferences, right? I had a uh, Vandy in the SEC, mm-hmm. right? I had well Wake done. Forest in the ACC. Yep. Now I had Georgia in the SEC, and that's what it came down to, and that's why. Ryan ended up uh, with that one. Is it came down to Georgia and Alabama? Alabama got the win there, and uh, my other winners. I had Ohio State, I had Oklahoma, and I had Utah. So congratulations, so did you guys! Win? Did Smitty come um, out on? Did Smitty come out on top? No, no, no. you guys. T- you guys tied three three. Wow! And I had two, so it ended up three three Shut two up. for the final score. And as we said before, um, loser buys uh, some food. So next time we're here in the studio, I will have. Uh, some food for you. I will get some, whatever it is. Uh, maybe we'll do a little Chinese, you know, a little, uh, a little wonton soup. Maybe we'll do a little pepperoni pizza. Uh, All I, I request know. is uh, that it's not Burger King. I will accept anything but Burger King. <laughs> you know what? We'll get some, we'll get some catered, uh, we'll get some catered uh, chicken fries and Whoppers. I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> no, wow. but yeah, good job, you guys. Great season, great picking. You guys were locked in, and I'll get some uh, food for the next show. Thanks, Tyler. You know what? You're a classy man in defeat, and uh, <laughs> and and you were in it till the very end. I mean, like it really came yeah. down to the nitty gritty for all of us. It did. It did. Ryan has Bama to thank for it, and you know, at the end of the day, what do I? What's my rule, Will? What's my golden rule on this show? You don't what? You don't bet against who? Nick Saban, baby. Yes. Yes, you don't fucking bet against Nick Saban. And at the end of the day, that's what Ryan went with. And it won him uh, I mean, maybe a chicken sandwich. I, like I said before, who knows what it won him, but it won him something nice. We'll see. Well, he's now 4-1 and one against Kirby Smart. Um, the Ooh, one you loss know what coming I think in the championship game. You don't what? think I'll get you guys? Have you seen that barbecue place by my house? Mm-mm. It's rolling. No, it's it's right down there, kind of in, in that uh, parking area. They smoke their own meat every morning. I can smell it when I walk in. Layla, it smells delicious. I'll get you guys some barbecue next show. Ooh, would love that. Yeah, that'll be good. Small little smoke barbecue, little brisket. All right, all right, we'll do that. We'll do that. That sounds great. I'm into that. Well, right. Alabama takes care of Georgia. Um, Florida State does. They do end up beating Louisville again, sixteen six. Just wasn't a, a strong performance. Louisville. Um, and then, of course, what got Texas in, they hammered Oklahoma State. I mean, they put up – it was 35 points by halftime. They nearly put up a 50-burger. It was 49-21. to 21. And it seemed like immediately after that game, all the college football talking heads were already saying, well, like, this well, was well, a playoff performance. I mean, it reminds me of an old thing they used to call the Taiwanese skyscraper. That's how much of a destroying act that was. <laughs> so that's all I'll say what, about I that. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that matchup. I have no idea what that means, but it was a massive, a massive win for Texas. So, um, you know, I will say the the conference championship weekend. Sorry, go go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say is, you know, the conference championship weekend, if it left me one impression going into the playoff. And again, Tyler, you'll scold me here because we never want to overreact to just one Mm -hmm. game. But Michigan did not look good against Iowa, and yeah, they were banged up. They're Dude, missing some guys. Dude, why are you doing? No, 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 no. We gotta stop. They we gotta didn't. stop right there. We Their offense right looked really bad. That's the why we all predicted Iowa over the under for the game. Like we, what, what right. did we say? We said last week Iowa or Michigan and Texas are in two very different positions. 
Michigan right. just needs to win and they're in. Not only in one seed, just win. Right. They could win 21-20 and they'd probably get the one seed. Now at that point, it may be a question, but that's my point. For Texas, they needed margin and they could have gotten margin. Oklahoma State was exhausted. They had nothing left in the mm-hmm. schematics. This was I feel like we did a good job handicapping these games last week. Both of us predicted these things. We did. Almost how it happened. So we shouldn't now pretend like it's some huge surprise that Michigan played poorly and the Texas blew Oklahoma State out. We knew this. We predicted this was going to happen and it yeah. happened. So now we roll forward. Michigan's going to look like an elite Michigan team. You know, every every and let's also keep in mind, we're talking bye weeks. Now we're getting several weeks for preparation right, month, and health basically. and yeah, and, and schematics. So there's a lot of change that's going to happen over the next month. That's true. And it and it gives Michigan a chance to get a lot of their guys healthy. Now, the biggest one will be Zach Zinner, who, of course, like snapped his leg in the Ohio State game. So he's not coming back. I do. I do have questions about Michigan's offensive line as they've been banged up. But a lot of those other guys will have time to get healthy ahead of this. Now, I don't know. My biggest thing is that. What I'm starting, the fear that I'm having, and I know that you're going to, again, like I like I did this before the Ohio State game, my fear is that I'm not sure that the Big Ten is really all that good this year. I feel like it was really just top-heavy with Michigan and Ohio State, and I'm afraid that that Alabama might just wax Michigan, and it's going to be another, like, hey, Big Ten frauds, SEC thing. Now, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that the betting public and your power ratings – and where the line has come out is correct here. But I got to say, like, that's my initial fear. And maybe it's because I'm used to that as, as the yeah, Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, yeah, I not... was going to ask. I was going to say, where does this come from? You know, well, as the Big you, Ten usually gets therapy right now. Where does this the, come from, Will? Where do you, Big think, Ten where do you think almost always gets is? blasted by the SEC in this role? Like, you know, Michigan played Alabama in a bowl game a few years ago and got obliterated. Um, how many times, you know, Michigan got wrecked by Georgia two years ago in the playoff, right? Every time but, they but get it, to these ta- big games, but it takes like a long vi- time. It takes a long time for these big 10 teams, I think, or any, any other team, right? Whether it's Clemson or uh, USC, which never got there right. to actually be on the level to compete with an Alabama in this kind of a big game. It takes right. years of preparation and getting ready. I think sure. Michigan is finally at that level of being ready from the talent the coaching, the preparation, you know, I think that they're there. I think they're ready in so many levels. I know you're used to seeing something different, but I think this year is different because Michigan has been building up the last several years. They've been sort of prepping for this. This isn't like, you know, Harbaugh got hired three years ago. They hit the transfer portal. They're here now. This has been a slow and steady linear progression to where this team I would consider to be elite. Now, I think that I would agree with your overall point. When we get down to the actual game, when the lights come on, when it all happens, Bama's been there. These Alabama recruits are supposed to be there. Yeah. Can Michigan play that game and play 60 minutes? Right. Like That's what's so fun about this. And I agree with you. That's the question mark. On paper, it's easy. On paper, but you don't win championships on paper. That's my whole point with Florida State, right? Is, is, is So we can say whatever we can say now, but I agree with you, man. Like When those lights come on, is Alabama just going to have that factor that Michigan doesn't right. have? I don't think so, but I get where you're coming from for sure. I get where you're coming right. from. Yeah, I mean, like I guess like my instinct right now is that I, I, I'm not sure that I believe that Michigan is the number one team in the country. Like I think Texas is a very dangerous... I think, I think Michigan could... I think they they compete they would compete better with Washington and Texas than maybe Alabama like it is just the big bad Alabama and Nick Saban that scares me but even still like I could see all three of those teams beating Michigan honestly like no for just, sure just knowing their limitations but I, mean, I look, hope I'm wrong if we talk power ratings right now 
my best team in the country is Georgia, <laughs> you know, even <laughs> right. after that loss last week. So when we talk about overall yep. power ratings, that's my best team is Georgia right now. So it's like, yep. you know, it's all comes back to the conversation, but between the four, obviously I'd have Michigan number one, but yeah, it's funny. Like right now, my top four, I'm not sure if it's going to change for next week, but last week it was number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, number three, Oregon, number four, Ohio state, I'm not sure how much of that changes. Do we really downgrade Oregon that much to where they fall from that seed? I'm not so sure. They look pretty good in that game. I think LSU was number, you know, Bama's five there, LSU six. So my whole point is the committee, I think, got it right. It's a great debate. But when you talk pure power ratings, I've still got a lot of teams who are out of the playoffs up there. So it's just, it's a fun, this is why we love college football, right? This is why we do the pod. This yep. is why it's so fun every year. We're always going to have this debate. You know, you know what I was, I was thinking when they were doing the, uh, I loved it. The, the game day with Pat McAfee and he's getting the crowd hyped up at Georgia, Alabama. It was so fun, right? You know what I thought? I thought, you know what I fucking love about college football is we can guarantee Every year, we're going to get this. We don't know who it's oh, going to yeah. be. We don't know yep. how it's going to happen. But every year, we're going to get this. And that's what I fucking love about college football. Yeah, agree, man. I mean, it's the best. I think it's the most entertaining product in all of sports. That's that's how I'd put it. Like, um, It's just wild out there. Okay, so before we go, should we do rapid fire? Tyler reads off some of these bowl matchups, and Smitty and I just give who we think is going to win. Rapid fire. Uh, yeah, rapid top fire. Let's head. do a couple. Let's do a couple. And and by okay. the way, um, yeah, yeah, let's do a couple. Yeah, just like a handful of the bigger ones. New Year's Six Bowls and, you know, the Cheez-It Bowl. Yeah. Mm. All right, matchups. Give them to me. Let's go. Oh, no, I thought you were giving them to me. Isn't that Oh, what? okay. <laughs> well, wait, so I'm giving the matchups and doing the power ratings. Okay, let's do that. No, okay, no, no, not, so. not the power ratings. No, not power ratings. We're just, you're giving the, mat- we'll save that for for uh, when we break them down in the coming weeks. You just give us the, the bowl matchup and Smitty and I pick who wins. Mm, okay. Let's go Oregon versus Liberty. <laughs> Smitty? Yeah, Oregon. that's a rough one for Liberty, but I, I, hope, I hope they pull an upset. God, what a slap in the face. They don't even give Oregon a good matchup. That's, that's bullshit. That, is, that, that sucks for an Oregon That is fan some nonsense. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, let's go off the board. I know you guys know these two teams. Toledo, Wyoming, Arizona Bowl. Ooh. I'm Ooh. going Rockets. Yeah, I'll go Rockets okay. too. Wisconsin, LSU. Oh, slaughter. LSU. Slaughter for LSU. <laughs> Iowa, Tennessee. <laughs> That's a fun one. I mean, Tennessee's <laughs> going to score and Iowa won't. So there we go. You can, yeah, you can give Iowa as many weeks between now and that game, and they're they're not going to come up with fourteen points. Okay, probably. do you guys want to hear my, my my this season's award for the underrated game in an overrated time with the underrated coaches award? <laughs> yes. Oh, Penn State, Ole Miss. I can't wait oh. for this one. This is yeah. I think it's New it's Year's a good Eve. One. Oh, yep. dude, Penn State, Ole Miss. I can see a word. Okay. Uh, ooh, ooh, Ohio State, Mizzou. Because <laughs> here's uh, motivation I'm, back there. Motivation factor. Oh yeah, right? Mizzou's way more motivated. Give me, give me the Tigers for sure. Yeah, yeah I like okay, Mizzou. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Arizona. Not much. Ooh, uh, is this the Stoops I, Bowl? Is this the Stoops Bowl? Well, uh, technically, Bob Stoops is in Oklahoma, but his grandson uh, is. So, yes, this is – although 
No, because well, in Arizona, you, but didn't Stoops used to be at Arizona? One of the Stoops. Yeah, I think uh, Mike Stoops. They have a not... tie to Arizona. The Stoops have yeah. a tie to Arizona. This is the Stoops right. Bowl. But this isn't the real Stoops Bowl. This is like Stoops Bowl <laughs> circa 2011. This is generic. This something. is the generic version of the Stoops Bowl. <laughs> um, I like I like Arizona in that game. I think Arizona is going to show out. Ryan, who? Who was the other team? Who do you got in the generic Oklahoma. version of the uh, Stoops Bowl? Oklahoma and Arizona. Yeah, I like right, that's not your fruit sure. loops. That's your fruity circles. Okay, uh, Miami Rutgers. <laughs> Miami Rutgers. Oh, I mean, what a hilarious matchup! First of all, yeah. By the way, this, this is this is motivation. the Pinstripe Bowl. That's pin the Pinstripe oh, so in New York. In, uh, Dude, in New York the, in the Bronx. I like all Rutgers the uh, the Ginzo Italian guys are going to be showing up for that one. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, uh, Rutgers. Okay. Oklahoma State, Texas A&M. Ooh, give me Aggies, yeah, right? actually. Aggies. Okay. Honestly, I'm give, – give me the mullet. <laughs> I think with – I lean with – okay, you guys know what I think about Gundy. I think I'd with love, extra time. I'd love to see what Oklahoma State's record – yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. Well, Ryan, yeah, you know, I, you were going towards with extra time, right, in bowl games? No, with extra time, I'd love to see what Gundy's record is. I'll bring that for the handicap and after bye weeks, right? And after bye weeks with extra time to prepare. And here's the thing is A&M's got an interim coach. This is a lot of their first time. But they're fired up for Elko. I think they're fired up for for Elko coming back. So I think it's it's arrow in the the, uh, positive direction for A&M. Yeah, uh, maybe they go a little Elko hunting during the pinstripe bowl or whatever that bowl is called. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll all have some headlines next show. Okay. A uh, couple more, a couple more, a couple more. Uh, this is fun now. Kansas, UNLV. I mean, oh, yeah, rock, 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 rock. Uh, However, by saying, the way. All I'm saying is take the over. That's what I'm saying for note, that game. Side note, uh, un- <laughs> I mean, related, but not related to these bowl games. And I just, when you said Kansas, it uh, reminded me of it. Penn State hired away Kansas's offensive coordinator, and that move is a a high level move for James Franklin, and mm. finally makes me nervous about. I mean, if Penn State finally wow. doesn't have vanilla play calling with their talent, they could be really, really good because they always have the defense. So, um, but Kansas always ran like really interesting, elaborate plays and in, in a fun scheme. So, if they bring that to Penn State, they're going to be fun to watch. All right, let's get out of here with two picks, and these are okay. both. For opening day. So we'll revisit both these games on our next day of recording. These are both for opening day. Game number one, opening up, this is going to be a night game, UCLA, Boise. Mm. Interesting. Um, Well, Chip Kelly, a lot of experience against Boise from his Oregon times, but who knows if he'll even be there. I think he will be, but there's the rumors, and Dante Moore entered the transfer portal, so I'm going going Boise Mm. State. Yeah, give me okay. the Broncos. And then we'll finish up with this. This is after that game, nightcap. Oh, I love these night games. Reminds me of some Pac-12 action. The Independence Bowl. RIP. This is going to be the December 16th, first day of bowl games, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. We're going Texas Tech, Cal. Texas Tech in California. Good Where is the game here. being played? Can you tell me? Uh... Shreveport, Louisiana. Shreveport, <laughs> Shreveport. Oh yeah, that's that much of a let's all let's all yeah let's let's all 
hound on me for being saying Shreveport instead of Shreveport. My I God. thought it was a common okay, thing. Let's I'm sorry. condemn me for that one, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's all condemn me for that one. I'm sorry, Tyler. You're right. Um, it be, the fact. I that mean, it's I didn't say it's the Independence Bowl. Okay, it's Texas Tech and California. For God's sakes, I don't know what Shreveport is. I've never flown into Shreveport before. Will, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? You're right. I, I take it back. I apologize. Okay, I take mm-hmm. it all back. Um, the fact that it is in Shreveport, however, makes you makes me go <laughs> Texas Tech. These Cal these Cal Berkeley fancy fuck uh, academic students with their you know, their their nose up in the air. They don't want to go to Louisiana. So give me give me yeah. the Red, Red Raiders. Yeah, Red with their Raiders. fancy calculators and phones and pencils. Yeah, and their big brains and such. Frauds. Mm-hmm. Take them down to That's the bayou. Right. Uh, get yourself some crawfish. <laughs> We're going to learn you something. Okay. Um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at CFE underscore pod. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash tailgate. And we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.